Hello, and welcome to Objective Health. I am your host, Doug, and with me in the virtual studio are Erica, Elliot, and Tiff. Hello. Hi. And Hello. And in the background, on the ones and twos, we have Damien. Hello. So today we are going to return to a topic we did a few weeks back, maybe about a month or so back, um, when we were talking about the changing of the narrative. And as a consequence, what we're covering today is the dropping of mandates um, around the planet at the moment. The latest that I saw, New Zealand. Um, there was an article on Sky News. New Zealand overhauls its COVID-19 restrictions. Jacinda Ardern announces vaccine passes and mandates will end. And this is yay. kind of like, yay, yay, we have our freedom back. Um, <laughs> and this is seems to be kind of the thing that's going on now it's like all of these countries kind of one by one you're seeing them start to drop out of the hardcore mandate game you know whereas like just a couple of weeks ago they were threatening to force vaccinations on the entire population now all of a sudden no we changed our mind everybody's free to go um for now. <laughs> Maybe just to mess with people's heads. I don't know what's going on. Um, but there I was think a... that's a big part of it. I think that is one of the tactics. They squeeze you, squeeze you, squeeze you, and then they let up a little bit. And then while you're like, oh, yeah, now I can breathe, they hit you with Ukraine PSYOP, and everybody falls for that. And then once that it's over, they'll squeeze, squeeze, squeeze you again. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I certainly am under no delusion that they're going to yeah. not bring this right back again. I mean, you know, yeah, the, the Ukraine thing going on right now, but it wouldn't surprise me if in the winter, uh, come flu season, all of a sudden, either COVID is back or there's some other deadly thing that we all have to worry about. So we're all right back into lockdowns, mask mandates and vaccine mandates. Um, yeah. Like, I think we're all just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, nobody's just kind of, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but I think those of us who are paying some attention aren't just like, yay, everything's back to normal. It's like, we're all just like, when is the other shoe going to drop? Because there's no way that they're just going to like, you know, after every, all they achieved with their uh, mandates and lockdowns, etc. I can't see any situation like have you ever known a government to just kind of give up its powers that it's uh, managed to get you know oh don't worry this is just a wartime power oh don't worry this is just temporary like have they ever just turned around and been like yeah you know it was just temporary so here you go everything's back to normal now no they always keep those powers indefinitely so at the very least they have established this as a possible course of action in the future um whenever they really feel like it they can say Lockdowns, everybody. Everybody locked down in your house. And because the population is so used to it, they will probably comply. Mm -hmm. Stockholm syndrome or Pavlov's dog, like in Trent, in, you know, just mind programming. Just yeah, yeah so everyone is used now to the government actually mandating what they can do. Yeah. It doesn't seem unusual at all for the government to say that you can't see your grandma and everybody's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, for people who are still living in countries where they haven't dropped um, 
all the mandates. Um, maybe take a little heart, hold on for a little bit longer, because it really seems like, you know, there was like a whole burst of, of countries that did it at first, and now all of them seem to be kind of falling in lockstep. You know, it's like, it seems pretty obvious that this is a coordinated maneuver, or maybe it's peer pressure. You know, maybe New Zealand was feeling the heat from, uh, <clears throat> you know, their citizens saying, hey, how come... How come uh, over in the UK they've uh, they've dropped all their mandates and we haven't dropped ours yet? What's going on? So maybe there was some peer pressure there, but I kind of doubt it. I kind of think that maybe this was a coordinated um, effort um, to move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, it all seemed to happen so quickly, right? Uh, we had many countries come out similar times uh, saying, you know, similar things. Uh, in Europe, we had a similar thing in, in the UK, they originally said that they were going to drop even the concept of, um, of these, of these um, restrictions, the passes, etc. Uh, it's been relatively like open in the UK for quite a while now, but they were talking about vaccine passes and everything. And then um, all of a sudden it, it was, it was very much dropped. Uh, and it seems as though you had a similar thing in multiple countries within the space of about two weeks, which was very interesting. And, and it really stunk of some kind of a coordinated uh, decision on maybe the part of certain government um, or government advisors, you know, like these international non-elected kind of organizations or if, organizations which influence governmental decisions but are not technically um, elected by the public who are advising them on, on what steps to take. It seems as though it was all a little bit too coincidental um, that it's happened all at once. Yeah, definitely. One interesting thing, um, which I don't think is the case for every country, but New Zealand said that they are going to keep the vaccine passes um, the, all the infrastructure behind the vaccine passes in play, um, because they say that some country or some countries, sorry, some businesses, um, events. Okay. It says we recognize that some businesses, events, or venues may still choose to use the vaccine passes. So we will maintain the infrastructure for them. This is kind of what I was thinking might be the, the kind of the goal, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, COVID's gone, but let's hold on to this vaccine pass thing. Essentially, that's, you know, all your information is on this vaccine pass, you know, whether you've been vaccinated, whether you've not been vaccinated. And then they can use that as the backbone that then integrates all the other kinds of digital ID things that we've talked about on this show before many times. All your health information, all your financial information, all your preferences. Your social credit score. Social credit score, exactly. <laughs> uh, how many likes you got on your last post on Twitter. You know, everything, you know. Your food ration card. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what's coming. I mean, that, that's, you know, we don't really need to go too much into that because we've talked about it many times before, and I'm sure people have seen uh, lots of stuff out there on the interwebs about it. But, you know, that just to say that the fact that New Zealand is keeping that um, made me think like, okay, well, there, that's, that's the goal. But the thing is that not all countries have. Um, I think some countries have actually out and out scrapped the passes as well. If I'm not mistaken, the UK has, Elliot, do you know? Uh, yeah, I think, I think they've completely done away with the entire system. Right. 
Right. And maybe even France has as well, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know that, that may be, uh, maybe the ultimate powers that be just told all the different countries, okay, drop it, but didn't tell them how. So some of them are dropping mm -hmm. the passes. Some of them aren't. It's chaos. Maybe they thought they would have a lot more compliance and, you know, I mean, wishful thinking won't get them every time, but I think maybe in the, initially they thought everyone would just go for it. And, and they really realized that you are going to have a small portion of the population that under no circumstance is going to go for it. So maybe it's more, one of those things they're leaving it in place for those that want to comply and do the right thing, you know, and continue to use the peer pressure and the shaming and the coercion, but you know, it's your choice. It's your choice. If you want to participate in this system, then th this is what you're going to have to do. It's like, if you want a driver's license, if you want a passport, you know, you'll just have to play this game, but <clears throat> the manipulation is that, Oh, it's a choice thing. And, um, you know, if you don't want to participate, then you won't have these accessibility to things, you know, and you'll just have to live with that decision because you still see a lot of that. Like even with the mask mandates being lifted, you always see those people that will continue to wear them. And in the U.S., that that's been my stance all along. If you feel like it helps and protects you and you want to wear it, then go for it. But there are people that have a different opinion and don't believe that and you know, a mandate is just creates resentment and bitterness, you know, especially for people losing their jobs, not being able to continue to earn a living based on something that was, you know, passed down from above. And uh, you're just not naturally going to have a rebellious set of people that aren't going for it. So I don't know, maybe it's like, like Tiffany was saying, you know, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. Oh, but now, you know, it's in place for all those that want to use it. Like we all need that type of technology in our life, right? And it's not as if all the restrictions have gone away either. Like, no. for example, in New Zealand, uh, there's still vaccine mandates for healthcare workers, mm -hmm. uh, corrections workers, and border workers. So it's not like everyone is getting off scot-free and yay, let's all go back to celebrate. And there's still sections of the population that still has some of their freedoms removed permanently. Healthcare workers, police yeah. in a lot of countries still need to be uh, vaccinated. Mm -hmm. What's the deal with flights though? Are they still, I mean, I don't know if it was ever like the rule. I know, well, for some countries, it was certainly the rule that you like know um, vaccinated, unvaccinated people were allowed to come into the country. I know Australia is still super hardcore about that. Like they will not um, let uh, vac unvaccinated people into the country. And I believe that Canada is still doing that, although I'm not 100% mm -hmm. sure on that. But um, I, I think that that will probably be one of the last places that you'll see things actually let up is on the international travel. And I suspect that that's probably on purpose that uh that's you know limiting travel was certainly mm -hmm. i think one of the goals but yeah well well in the united states too it's interesting uh certain states are actually now setting precedents for the possibility of 
these mandates coming back in the future. And one of them is Mississippi. Uh, they passed an anti-vaccine mandate bill um, and it was hotly debated, but basically like um, <clears throat> the Senate uh, passed a house bill to prohibit private companies and Mississippi governments from requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for their employees over their sincerely held religious exemptions. And so in the US, there's a lot of different states that have like religious exemption laws for vaccination. And for those in the US, you can look that up. What uh, if your state is one of those states, obviously Mississippi is, so is North, North Carolina. But the idea here is that they're trying to pass these laws to prevent anything like this happening again. So if there is another outbreak, you know, um, your state can't say, well, you have to prove vaccination. That's already on the books. It's law. You know what I'm saying? So that that is some moving forward. Um, I don't know. I know well, Florida is doing a similar thing as well. Well, Rand Paul is trying to do it on the federal level, right? Isn't he? He was putting forward some uh, anti-Fauci bill, they were calling it, which is basically like the whole purpose of the bill is to prevent a tyrannical medical dictator from taking power again. Um, right. I don't know if he'll actually be successful in that, but, you know, good on him for actually trying because it's clearly something that's needed. Clearly, yes. Well, in Florida, I don't know if this passed or not, but they wanted to include a measure that would fine businesses if they fired you without allowing you to have an exemption for a vaccine. Which country was that? That's in uh, Florida. Oh, in Florida. Yeah. yeah that southern country. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you could... You could have a vaccine mandate if you were a private business, but you also have to have an exemption clause, which would allow your workers to claim like a medical or religious exemption. But then again, uh, who is to decide whether your religious beliefs are, what do they call them, sincerely held? Hmm. Yeah, that's the question. I mean, realistically, it should be kind of the situation where if I say this is my religious belief, then that's what it is. But right. often, I don't think it really works out that way. I mean, ideally, it should be if I say I don't want a vaccine, then shut up about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Don't ask me again. <laughs> well, I say let's all well, move to big... Florida, but they've got the GMO mosquitoes being released down there. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a way around this. <laughs> You don't want a needle in your arm? We'll just send the skeeters over to your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got tracking devices now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. During the big trucker protest going on in Canada there, um, a couple of the provinces, Alberta and Saskatchewan, actually dropped the VAX passports. Um and I don't know if any other provinces followed suit, actually. Um, I know Ontario did not, and I don't believe that Quebec did either. Quebec was one of those rabid places that were kind of going above and beyond and uh, threatening to fine everyone who wasn't, uh, wasn't vaccinated. Um, 
which is interesting, you know, like it's, it really seems like they, they were really pushing the vaccine thing so hard. That's why it kind of comes as such a, pri- a surprise that they've kind mm-hmm. of gone back on it. Because when you have a place like Quebec where they were threatening to fine you if you weren't vaccinated, uh, I think they were doing the same thing in Greece. Like there were other countries as well that were doing it. Um, so there was obviously such a really hard push to get everybody vaccinated. And then now for them to kind of turn around and be like, well, it's okay. Don't worry so much about it. I don't know. Yeah, but with no explanation as to what changed their minds. Right. Yeah. I mean, they said, oh, we're just going to have to live with it now. And it's like, well, why? Why didn't you say that a month ago? I thought ago? we were all going to die. What <laughs> yeah, happened exactly. to that? Don't you remember exactly. that? <laughs> remember when you said we were all going to die? What did the Biden White House say again? Like a summer or a winter of... Right. of Christmas of death. And- <laughs> something like that. Misery and death for the unvaccinated. Like what happened to that? Where did it go? It's funny because like in a lot of, a lot of cases, I think we covered it on the show before. Actually, there was an article that said that, um, that they were saying, oh yeah, the cases are down. But when you actually like analyze it, the cases weren't down. Like they weren't down at all. So it's like, what was it? Why, what made you guys change your mind? Like the cases aren't down, but you're like, ah, we're just going to have to live with it now. It just doesn't make any sense. Not that we expect it to make sense, but uh, maybe maybe you're right, Tiff. Maybe it really is the goal just to mess with people's heads. I mean, we did yeah, talk about that that's whole a big part uh, of it. What's it called? Mass formation psychosis. They say that that's one mm-hmm. of the ways that they actually they they you know they they go full steam ahead on something and then they back off a little bit and then they go full steam ahead again and it's like progressively wearing down your defenses until you're a zombie. <laughs> As I've said many times before, it's like being in an abusive relationship. (laughs) You want your rights as a citizen. You have to do this, this and this. Oh, you don't comply. You lose your job. Oh, you lose your kids. Oh, you can't eat. You know what I mean? It's just like it's um, really I was thinking it about how it's uh, um, hijacked the amygdala of everyone's brain. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're just all running completely on emotions. And then you have that half of the population that needs the that authority to follow and you know what i mean the other half that are free thinking and want a little bit of autonomy and sovereignty and um you know what i mean with the what is it worldwide now probably like 90 percent compliance you know that last 10 percent that maybe they just realized they just weren't going to get it and they're maybe they're moving on to genetically modified animals and humans for the future. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we've been uh, all painted a target on our heads for it to be replaced by GMO clones who are willing to get vaccines. Anyway, we have anything more to say on this topic, do you think? If you've held out this long, guys, good on you. Um, and continue to do so even if you're in a place where it seems like the screws are tightening because it really looks like the trend is going to be that all the different countries are going to drop it um we'll see of course there might be some holdouts might get some nut bars i do think too it's happening because it's becoming patently obvious that the vaccine is not safe and effective (laughs) it could be you know what i mean like that assumes people are paying attention though yeah, but the reality is that I think the uh, the proverbial doo-doo is floating to the top and people are starting to smell something rotten for sure, you know? 
until they come out with a new, better, more effective one. I don't know, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think like there have been that many people who have who have stuck it out this long, like you just said, Doug. You know, they've stuck it out this long, and they weren't sure whether they would be able to make it, but they did make it. Um, and they, it's getting to the point now where, you know, this time last year, there were the, the introduction of the vaccine passes and whatnot, or kind of later on in the year. And no one was really sure how long that would last, like whether this would be something that was permanent, whether this would be something that is, uh, just like, a a temporary kind of intervention. And it seems as though it's the latter. And that's a really positive thing because what it means is that um, they, they've they've milked enough of it that they can. It seems like they've gotten all that they can out of it. They've got the mass masses of people to do it. Like for instance, in New Zealand, uh, they they were talking about evidence that you know originally it was thought as though there were there were five five hundred thousand cases of infection or something, but then later analysis demonstrated actually. Well, it looks like maybe 1.7 million people have had it. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, so most people have had this and uh, and they're pretty okay. And we've got like a 90% vaccine rate. So actually, yeah, we, we're going to, we're going to reduce the, um, the, the measures now. Uh, so I think that it's, it's been taken to its, its, its final conclusion. I don't know if there's anything much else that they can do on this. Um, but I, I guess we'll see. Uh, I don't personally think that they, they're going to introduce anything else with relation to COVID. Maybe it might, something might occur in the future. Maybe something, I don't know, like environmentally related, some, some other kind of reason to have lockdowns. I'm not sure. Uh, but I, I would be very surprised if, 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 if they can, if they can use the COVID as an excuse to lock people down or as an excuse to, um, you know, have these, have these passes or anything like that. I'd, I'd just be very surprised. So I guess the overall point I'm trying to get at is, um, is well done for sticking to your guns because there's a good, good chance that you will probably be able to continue to do your job and uh, continue to live your life, at least for the moment, without having a COVID vaccine. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's our show for today, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks to my host. Thanks to Damien. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Follow Objective Health on all the social media usual suspects. And we will see you all on the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.